Today is March 22nd. Welcome to Loving the Word, an audio Bible podcast. I'm Reggie. It is great to be here with you today. Hope you had a great weekend. We are continuing in the book of Leviticus. We'll be in chapter 7, verse 28 through 9, verse 6. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, If you wish to offer a communal sacrifice of well-being to the Lord, you are allowed to bring your offering to the Lord as your communal sacrifice of well-being. Your own hands must bring the Lord's food gifts. You will bring the fat with the breast, so that the breast can be lifted as an uplifted offering before the Lord. The priest will completely burn the fat on the altar, but the breast will go to Aaron and his sons. You will give the right thigh of your communal sacrifice of well-being to the priest as a gift. The right thigh will belong to the son of Aaron, who offers the blood and fat of the well-being offering. I have taken the breast of the uplifted offering and the thigh that is given by the Israelites from their communal sacrifices of well-being, and have given them to Aaron the priest and to his sons as a permanent portion from the Israelites. This is what Aaron and his sons are allotted from the Lord's food gifts once they have been presented to serve the Lord as priests. The Lord commanded that these things be given to the priests by the Israelites, following their anointment. It is their permanent portion throughout their future generations. This concludes the instructions for the entirely burnt offering, the grain offering, the purification offering, the compensation offering, the ordination offering, and the communal sacrifice of well-being, which the Lord commanded Moses at Mount Sinai on the day when he ordered the Israelites to present their offerings to the Lord in the Sinai desert. The Lord said to Moses, Take Aaron and his sons with him, the priestly clothing, the anointing oil, a bowl for the purification offering, two rams, and a basket of unleavened bread, and assemble the whole community at the meeting tent's entrance. Moses did as the Lord commanded him, and the community assembled at the meeting tent's entrance. Moses said to the community, This is what the Lord has commanded us to do. Then Moses brought Aaron and his sons forward and washed them in water. Moses put the tunic on Aaron, tied the sash around him, and dressed him in the robe. Moses then put the priestly vest on Aaron, tied the woven waistband of the vest around him, and secured the vest to him with it. Then Moses placed the chest piece on Aaron, and set the Urim and Thummim into the chest piece. Moses placed the turban on Aaron's head, and put the gold flower ornament, ornament the holy crown, on the turban's front, just as the Lord had commanded him. Moses then took the anointing oil and anointed the dwelling and everything in it, making them holy by doing so. He sprinkled some of the oil on the altar seven times, 
and anointed the altar and all its equipment, as well as the basin and its base, to make them holy. He poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head, thereby anointing him to make him holy. Then Moses brought Aaron's sons forward, dressed them in tunics, tied sashes around them, and wrapped headbands on them, just as the Lord had commanded him. Next, Moses brought forward the bull for the purification offering. Aaron and his sons pressed their hands on his head. Moses slaughtered it, then took the blood and using his finger, put it on all of the altar's horns, purifying the altar. He poured the rest of the blood out at the altar's base. Then he made the altar holy so that the reconciliation could be performed on it. Moses removed all the fat that was around the insides, the lobe of the liver, the two kidneys and their fat, and he completely burned it on the altar. But the rest of the bull, including its hide, its flesh, and its dung, he burned with fire outside the camp, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses presented the ram for the entirely burned offering, and Aaron and his sons pressed their hands on its head. Moses slaughtered it, then tossed the blood against all sides of the altar. He cut up the ram into pieces, and then completely burned the head, pieces, and fat. After he washed the insides and lower legs with water, Moses completely burned the whole ram on the altar. It was an entirely burnt offering for a soothing smell. It was a food gift for the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses then presented the second ram, the ram for ordination, and Aaron and his sons pressed their hands on its head. Moses slaughtered it, then took some of its blood and put it on Aaron's right earlobe, on his right thumb, and on his right big toe. Then Moses brought forward Aaron's sons and put some of the blood on their right earlobes, their right thumbs, and their right big toes. Moses tossed the rest of the blood against all of the altar's sides. Then he took the fat, the fat tail, all the fat that was around the insides, the lobe of the liver, the two kidneys and their fat, as well as the right thigh. From the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord, he took one loaf of unleavened bread, one loaf of flat bread made with oil, and one unleavened wafer, and he placed these on the fat pieces and on the right thigh. Moses set all of this in Aaron's and his son's hands, then lifted them as an uplifted offering before the Lord. Next, Moses took this out of their hands and completely burned it on the altar, along with the entirely burned offering. This was an ordination offering for a soothing smell. It was a food gift for the Lord. Next, Moses took the breast from the ram for the ordination offering and lifted it as an uplifted offering before the Lord. It belonged to Moses as his portion just as the Lord had commanded him. Moses took some of the anointing oil 
and some of the blood that was on the altar, and sprinkled it on Aaron and his clothes, and on his sons and their clothes as well. In this way Moses made holy Aaron, his clothing, and Aaron's sons, and their clothing. Moses said to Aaron and his sons, Cook the meat at the meeting tent's entrance. You may eat it there along with the bread that is in the basket of the ordination offering, just as I was commanded. Aaron and his sons can eat it, but you must burn whatever is left over the meat and bread with fire. You must not leave the meeting tent's entrance for seven days until the period of your ordination is completed. Because your ordination takes seven days. What was done today was commanded by the Lord to make reconciliation for you. You must stay at the meeting tent's entrance for seven days, day and night, observing the Lord's requirement so you don't die. Because that's what I was commanded. Aaron and his sons did everything the Lord commanded through Moses. On the eighth day, Moses called for Aaron, Aaron's sons, and Israel's elders. He said to Aaron, Take a young bull from the herd as a purification offering and a ram as an entirely burned offering, both flawless animals, and bring them before the Lord. Then tell the Israelites, Take a male goat as a purification offering, a young bull and a sheep, both one-year-old flawless animals, as an entirely burnt offering, an ox and a ram, as a well-being sacrifice before the Lord, and a grain offering mixed with oil, because today the Lord will appear to you. They brought what Moses had commanded to, front, to the front of the meeting tent. Then the whole community came forward and stood before the Lord. Moses said, The Lord has ordered you to do this, so that the Lord's glorious presence will appear to you. Mark chapter 3 verse 31 to 425 His mother and brothers arrived. They stood outside and sent word to him, calling for him. A crowd was seated around him. And those sent to him said, Look, your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside looking for you. He replied, Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Looking around at those seated around him in a circle, he said, Look, here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother, sister, and mother. Jesus began to teach beside the lake again. Such a large crowd gathered that he climbed into a boat there on the lake. He sat in the boat while the whole crowd was nearby on the shore. He said many things to them in parables. While teaching them, he said, Listen to this. A farmer went out to scatter seed. As he was scattering seed, some fell on the path and the birds came and ate it. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where the soil was shallow. They sprouted immediately because the soil wasn't deep. When the sun came up, it scorched the plants, and they dried up 
because they had no roots. Other seed fell among thorny plants. The thorny plants grew and choked the seeds and they produced nothing. Other seed fell into good soil and bore fruit. Upon growing and increasing, the seed produced in one case a yield of thirty to one, and in another case a yield of sixty to one, and in another case a yield of one hundred to one. He said, Whoever has ears to listen should pay attention. When they were alone, the people around Jesus, along with the twelve, asked him about the parables. He said to them, The secret of God's kingdom has been given to you, but to those who are outside, everything comes in parables. This is so that they can look and see, but have no insight, and they can hear, but not understand. Otherwise, they might turn their lives around and be forgiven. Don't you understand this parable? Then how will you understand all the parables? The farmer scatters the word. This is the meaning of the seed that fell on the path. When the word is scattered and people hear it, right away Satan comes and steals the word that was planted in them. Here's the meaning of the seed that fell on the rocky ground. When people hear the word, they immediately receive it joyfully. Because they have no roots, they last for only a little while. When they experience distress or abuse because of the word, they immediately fall away. Others are like the seeds scattered among the thorny plants. These are the ones who have heard the word, but the worries of this life, the false appeal of wealth, and the desire for more things break in and choke the word, and it bears no fruit. The seeds scattered on good soil are those who hear the word and embrace it. They bear fruit, in one case a yield of thirty to one, in another case sixty to one, and in another case one hundred to one. Jesus said to them, Does anyone bring in a lamp in order to put it under a basket or a bed? Shouldn't it be placed on a lampstand? Everything hidden will be revealed, and everything secret will come out into the open. Whoever has ears to listen should pay attention. He said to them, Listen carefully. God will evaluate you with the same standard you use to evaluate others. Indeed, you will receive even more. Those who have will receive more, but as for those who don't have, even what they don't have will be taken away from them. Psalm chapter 37 verses 12 through 29. The wicked plot against the righteous, grinding their teeth at them, but my Lord just laughs at them because he knows that their day is coming. The wicked draw their swords and bend their bows to bring down the weak and the needy, to slaughter those whose way is right. But the sword of the wicked will enter their own hearts. 
their bows will be broken. Better is the little that the righteous have than the overabundant wealth of the wicked. The arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord supports the righteous. The Lord is intimately acquainted with the lives of the blameless. Their heritage will last forever. They won't be ashamed in troubling times, and in a period of famine they will eat their fill. But the wicked will die. The Lord's enemies will disappear, disappear like the beauty of a meadow and smoke. The wicked borrow and don't pay it back, but the righteous are generous in giving. Those blessed by God will possess the land, but those cursed by God will be cut off. A person's steps are made secure by the Lord when they delight in his way. Though they trip up, they won't be thrown down, because the Lord holds their hand. I was young, and now I'm old, but I have never seen the righteous left all alone, have never seen their children begging for bread. They are always gracious and generous. Their children are a blessing. Turn away from evil. Do good. Then you will live in the land forever. The Lord loves justice. He will never leave his faithful all alone. They are guarded forever. But the children of the wicked are eliminated. The righteous will possess the land. They will live on it forever. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 5 A wise son harvests in the summer. A disgraceful son sleeps right through the harvest. This concludes our reading for today. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this new day. We thank you for all your blessings. We just... uh, invite you Holy Spirit into this moment into this day into our minds and our hearts help us to bless you today God in all we say do and think about in Jesus name Amen thank you for joining me today I uh, pray you go in peace and that you have a beautiful, joyful day filled with God's love. And I encourage you to share this with a friend, subscribe, and that about wraps it up for today. I will be waiting for you here tomorrow.